There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 452. We are a podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Can't hear nobody. I'm Ichigogami, at least. I think the computer ate Mako-chan's headset. Um, nom, 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 nom. Hate it when it does that. Believe you me, I do. I, I, I know that feeling all too well. Oh, Theo's actually saying that he can hear Mako, but for some reason you can't, and I can't either. I can't hear her. Let me check the settings here. I haven't changed the settings here at all whatsoever. So Yeah, he says he can't hear you at all. I heard something low. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry if you guys are hearing anything in the background. My neighbors have decided to play kickball at 9 p.m. at night. So. Well, that's... Oh, he can, he can hear you. Okay. So. I can hear you guys, but it isn't loud. That's, that's what um, Bob is saying. So what I am going to do, I am going to turn up the master volume just a scotch, so that shouldn't be a problem. Because last week the volume was like so loud, so loud it actually distorted. I had to play around with settings to get it back to where it should be. So there, I just cranked it up a little bit more, so we should be perfect. Let me let me check her settings here real quick. Everything seems to be fine on her side, so. She is not muted or anything like that. Why is it always something that happens every week? <laughs> okay, I can barely hear you. I think it's on your end this time, Mako. Let's see. I know it always happens right after we start. Something always decides to explode. Mm -hmm. Thanos just snaps his fingers. And as Theo says, Mako went low, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Now she's better, apparently. I can't hear her at all. I can't hear her. Yeah, I still can't hear her. Mm -mm. Fun times on live podcasting. Because for the record, my computer was off for almost a week so you know there was yeah no, there was no system updates or anything like that so you know what let, let, let me check something here properties everything seems to be fine so let's let's try this all right mako can you all right i'm looking at i'm looking at the vu meter i see something but I don't hear anything. 
that Theo can hear her, but we cannot. I have no idea. Oh, Jesus. All right. Maybe Mako needs to restart? Maybe. I hate it when that happens. Wait, wait, hold on, Mako. What did you just say? Oh, sorry. I did not realize my media was on. You good. Things happen. Theola says, I have an old sound card. eBay. <laughs> well, considering a lot of computer parts that are premium, I don't um, know, man. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, Marco, I'm going to kick you from, from the group chat, and then I'm going to re-add you. But let's see if that works. All right. Removed from the call. And now let's bring her back in. Cue some sort of fun uh, run around music. Uh... Well, we got her back. The webcam is acting odd. So I think it's the first thing first. I think the webcam is kind of borked because, you know, because of that. Oh, I can hear her now, but it's like super static. Yeah, I, I can barely hear you. The webcam itself is fixed. But. Okay, is that better? Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I can hear her now. I can Yay. Hear Yay, she's back. Hooray. The prodigal daughter has returned. Hooray, beer. <laughs> what? Cheers. What happened? <laughs> what do you mean, what happened? Yeah, what happened? Nothing. It just popped right back up. Well, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I did not change a damn thing. Except having to go back in and put the crap back on my webcam. Wow, that's fun. I mean, unplugging it and plugging it back in. <laughs> did you yeah, but I didn't do anything. That was all on Ranma. I actually did. Oh. The most I did was unmute your Skype settings in Streamlabs. Except everybody's Skype is muted because if it's unmuted, it becomes a, an echoing effect because it's that audio input on top of the master audio input. So I figured, let me unmute that just to see what's happening. I saw the VU meter pop up, but that was just about it. So Yeah, well, you can't blame me. You can only blame the person that deals with my computer. Okay, guys, okay. I know we're getting a little spicy, but I no, do have no, to peace out no, at 9.50. No, no, so. no, no, that's okay. Because I just built a machine over the weekend, similar specs to Mako-chan's. Mako's machine boots up in 30 seconds. This machine boots up in 48 seconds, and the only difference is the motherboard. I mean, it's, it's no, actually, it's the same board, but it's just a different model. But I'm just like, what the hell? And it wasn't the the the, uh, the RGB, but anywho, we'll get into that later on in the show. But anywho, we are live tonight, week of May 26, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us right here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Um, we're also hosted by some amazing people at the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at Twitch TV slash Vogue Network and other amazing people who are hosting this show as we speak. 
and TheoX75 says, 48 seconds is too long. Mine does it in 9 seconds. Well, if I had that type of money for those types of SSDs, I would do that. I'm perfectly happy with my machine booting up in about 30 seconds. And I cannot wait to put this bad boy in, which will probably bring it down to 25. I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get the show on the road here. So how is everybody doing tonight? Uh. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm finally all updated and stuff, so I'm doing much better. <laughs> and I'm still getting used to the web camera over here, so it's like I'm still staring at my cam at my screen, but I should be looking this way, and it's like you know maybe I should twist the monitor this way or something like that. I'm probably going to spend a day of just rearranging stuff to make get it a little bit more centered. We'll figure it out, but I would have to yeah, yeah I have to move my tower and find it in a better spot, so. I think I, I think I can come up with something creative. Anywho, uh, let's go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari, kick things off. Uh, well, my payday was this past Saturday morning because of the holiday on Monday. That's what, that's what my work does when it's like Monday or Tuesday. that They give you, the, they give you your check on the weekend. Only mm. problem is, you know, again, I went right straight to rent, so that was fun. I know what I feel. Um, and other than that, I got a, I got, I guess, convinced would be the best way to say it. I got convinced to go uh, play some board games at a friend's house and watch uh, AEW Double or Nothing on I, Saturday night. I heard good things about that. Yeah, it it got weird at some times, but other than that, it was good. That's, that's fine. I'm still, you know, worried about going into work every day. We, we all are, believe you me. And after my trip, which I'll get into on my weekend day, so... Yeah, yeah I didn't have much after that. Sorry. That's fine. So, alright. Mako, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, not bad. Um, I had some family visiting for the week. So, uh, I'm sorry. she was just brought home. So I have the apartment to myself, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've I I, I I've been reading <laughs> more smut, I assume, right? Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> the the section of the supernatural fanfic crap that I've been reading, I finally got to the end of that. Um. So now I'm actually rereading a story or two, and then I'm going to go into a new um, crossover of Supernatural and Lucifer, just because I ended up reading one of those fan fictions, and it was actually kind of neat. So I'm going to see uh, what other people have written for that. Mm. All right, cool, cool. Is that a fat boy I see back there? Um, if you're talking about this back here, yes, yes that would be a fat boy. <laughs> Who else would I be referring to? Well, I don't, I don't know how much of him you can see. Uh, and you... also, Pum Pum Pudin is a pudding and quite chunky, so. Yes. I can see yes. your hand moving ar around them. We see like, enough, like... we see enough of that chunk back there, so. <laughs> you're pulling a Vanna White, you're like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. You see an arm, that means you see a tattoo. But yeah, Ooh. you see an arm and my cat. Do, 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 do. 
My cat's butt, right here. My cat's butt. And now his face. <laughs> He's like, what is going on here? It's Tuesday again. Uh. <laughs> yeah, usually he's actually laying on the other side of the bed, staring at me. Um, but he's currently laying on his pillow. So. But not his blanket. Yeah, th this is <laughs> his spot. When I go to bed, this is his spot. And he really, really, really hates when somebody steals his spot. Ooh. We and should. Theo is uh, is trying to get what your uh, your boy is thinking, which is rub me more, servant. <laughs> Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Ah, uh, it's been kind of weird over here because I have been doing commissions and stuff, mm. but I've been upgrading my setup to make my streaming a little bit more streamlined. <laughs> pun intended. Um, so Rama's been helping me out with some back-end stuff and helped me clean up my computer because that was a mess. Mm. Um, and, uh, in general, I got a nice ring light, so I have some lovely diffused lighting instead of that really harsh lamp that was on my face. And in general, I'm hoping to get my lovely little thingy set up in the next few days so that I have great audio for well, that also showed up. That also showed up blurred because the webcam setting, so it's oh. like, it was kind of... Let me see if it's in front of my face. There we go. Yeah, because before that, it was kind of censored. <laughs> I know, I was like, oh, the, the lewdness. The mix Game lewd. Yeah, the, yeah, the mix is, is violating you. That's yeah. why it was all blurred. And I guess since <laughs> I am going to get ready to go here soon, I'll share my little geeky thing for the week. Uh, mm -hmm. I got all of my thread organized in rainbow order which if you are a seamstress or a crafter you know that that is a magical situation mm -hmm. so yeah awesome and awesome so i know you told me why you had to bounce out early so why don't you tell the rest of the folks out there who are participating in this why you have to bounce out because i think they would love to know so this weekend is another virtual event called WebCon, and I am participating as a panelist doing both my Wigs 101 panel and my Thermoplastics 102 panel. So if you would like to come and learn about some wigs and some thermoplastics, you can hang out with me on Saturday afternoon at noon and 3 p.m. respectively. Um, you can check out their Discord, which is where I will be streaming my stuff, and they have a lovely Facebook with all that information if you look for WebCon 2020. Um, I will also be posting about it on my associated social media, but that is why I must dip, because we are doing practice tonight to make sure Discord does not shit itself with <laughs> our pure Well, you have to understand, even though you can get your own Discord server, they're all, like, peer-to-peer, -peer, so, you know... Good luck. Yeah. But I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Hopefully we'll see you later tonight. If not, we'll see you yeah, next Yeah, I hope week. to dip back in if they wrap up soon. You got it. See you later, Ichigo. Later, Ichigo. Later. All right, let's go ahead and fade her out. Okay. So my weekend day was kind of interesting. I actually, I said this before, like sometime back, I was going to do my quarantine vacationing. Basically, that means is I am going to leave the state. I am going to visit friends who are, most importantly, healthy, and number two, in a state where if I go visit, I don't have to stay for two weeks because I didn't bring equipment to do the show remotely. So, I mean, I kind of could, but at the same time, it 
it will probably bring it will bring my poor surface go to its knees. <laughs> so I went out and visited a friend and I built her computer and I and there's pictures of that on my personal Facebook, but also um, those pictures will be going up on my personal Facebook page later this week, along with the progress pictures of Mako-chan's computer. That's also going to go up as well. So beware of the technological porn, okay? Please do do not report my page. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, when I traveled, it was kind of interesting to say the least because... um. Where I was traveling to, I they kind of started to ease the restrictions of masks and the aspect of they started opening up restaurants. Like you just you had to basically if you were going to go to a restaurant, you had to have a reservation. And we went out to Outback, and when we left, and we've all been in the Outback, and how many people it, it sat. We were there around I think four thirty that afternoon, in a popular area. There was at least five tables taken. And it was like basically like one area, you know, was open. And then the two tables next to it was blocked off. And then on the other side of that was two tables open and the remaining blocked off. And basically the servers were wearing masks and so forth. So it wasn't so bad. I'll say this was like the first time since all of this happened that I actually was out with a mask. So, you know, so it was kind of, it was kind of interesting. Um, for the most part, I did keep my mask on at all times. So, you know, before I actually go out, I may self-quarantine for about a week just to see how I am. I just know that as long as I can breathe, taste food, smell food and all that good stuff, I'm perfectly okay for the time being. So I am not going to complain about that. So. See, housekeeping. Uh, don't forget, uh, head over to AnimeJamSession.com. There is a link on our page, on our Facebook page and on our website for Geeky Masks. Contact those, uh, those amazing cosplayers and seamstresses that are making them. They, some are taking breaks right now. Some have stuff available, so check them out. Email them if they have anything available. Also, I believe starting next week, I will be changing the music to the um, to the show. I I gotten these track these CDs, which I'll probably talk about on next week's show. That these are all cool instrumental covers, and I'll be using them for intro outro and probably for other stuff for on the podcast so i could try to bring it back to how we used to do it before we went to videos because i was trying to cover my arse on permissions and licensing and stuff like that these cds from what i can tell i can perfectly use for streaming so we should not have a problem and what kind of sucks is i think the band that did this is no longer around either so but there's really good cover music it is what it is. All right. Uh, moving right along, we're going to go into uh, Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we, we share off our geeky wares and talk about non-anime, but still geeky stuff. A couple of things we kind of want to kind of topic and discuss. So, you know, um, okay. But as always, Mako-chan kicks things off. So, Mako-chan, what you got there? So, uh, yeah, 
some of the last stuff that I ended up getting from Japan mm -hmm. while uh, my friend was there was uh, this particular thing. Yeah. Um, I got into Yuri on Ice late. Yeah. I was not one of those people that ended up watching it when it was first airing. Um, so I, I didn't get a lot of swag for it mm -hmm. when it was really popular. Yeah. But uh, Rose was able to find some stuff while she was in Japan. Um, so uh, I ended up getting a keychain of uh, Yuri with uh, Pochako. Mm -hmm. But this I, I found adorable because I absolutely love Victor as a character. Um, he's... Um, <laughs> he, he's a very interesting character. Uh, so I, I, I really just wanted, you know, something with him and I happened to be able to get part of the Sanrio collaboration. Yeah. So this was the plushie that was, uh, made with Victor and, um, Pum Pum Purin. Okay. Um, so, I mean, one, it's Sanrio, and I do enjoy myself some Sanrio, but two, it is also Victor, and Victor is just Victor. Well, you did say you do like watching ice skating, so... I do like watching ice skating, uh, so I knew I was going to like the series. Mm. I just, I haven't been keeping up with my anime series for a while. Like, I haven't even started watching the new Cardcaptor Sakura. Mm. Um, if that tells you anything, I haven't watched any of uh, the new Fruits Basket, if that tells you just how far behind I am for my actual anime viewing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really, I, I really enjoy this series. <laughs> Victor is, um, how can I say, uh, Victor is a taskmaster, task but he's also an asshole. Mm. And it kind of goes hand in hand, I think. <laughs> yeah. So by the end of the series, it's it's just one of those where uh, Victor is Victor. That's all I can say. Fair enough. Okay, uh, Ari, what do you what you got? What's on your mind? Uh, well, when week? I can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, anyway, uh, when I left my friends after watching AEW uh, this past weekend, he gave me one of the Amiibo cards for Animal Crossing, mm -hmm. and it was Apollo, you know, the my, my favorite villager. And uh, I managed to get him to uh, confirm moving into my village. Right. You know, last you know, that Saturday night, because you have to use the cards three times in order to get him to move in. Mm -hmm. And if you're already fill up, you have to. Uh, excise somebody from the uh, uh, from the island but uh, I was glad for that but I believe it was on a Monday night or so that uh, Michelle Knotts was uh, streaming the yes. Animal Crossing and uh, she visited my island on her stream which was yeah, I, I really saw nice you of post her about that. Yeah. what'd you say? I saw you post about that yeah it was really nice of her and uh, it just felt weird because you know, she was talking on, on a, you know, her, her on her end, and all I had to, co to communicate with was a, uh, the in-game thing, and uh, I was watching it. On, I was also watching it on, you know, my uh, mm -hmm. Twitch app on PS4. Yeah. So yeah, I had to, 
main TV with, with Twitch and the little switch on the coffee table in front of me. I am right. a massive nerd. Nothing wrong but with yeah. that. But yeah, it was just fun to show off for a little bit. I appreciated that. It made my day because, you know, shit had him going well for me and I needed it. <laughs> mm, gotcha. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to put... There we go. So, I ordered some stuff off of AliExpress and it, one of the items came uh, today. I would say while I was gone, but I'm not going to talk about that. I will talk about another thing that I got. I have to say, this is the birthday... This turned out to be a birthday present to myself because because orders got delayed because of COVID. And I know a couple of people got theirs already, so mine showed up today. Behold, the TurboGrafx-16 Mini. Wow. Yes. The underdog of the 16-bit wars. The TurboGrafx-16 is basically a Nintendo with a 16-bit graphics chip. Seriously. I did. I jumped on the bandwagon since a little bit too late, but not too late. I originally had this. I bought it from Software Etc. Before it was GameStop, it was Software Etc. And they had the system for $49.99. And I started buying cue cards left and right. And I had a friend named Damon that I would borrow cue card games from. And there was one I would always play called Dragon's Curse. It actually came over for the Sega Master System as Wonder Boy 3 and the Wonder Wonder Boy 3 the Dragon's Trap something like that. There is a updated version available for PlayStation 4 which is pretty cool. But that game I used to play all the time, but the issue with that game was on T16 was you needed the the turbo the memory booster for for memory saves. Because on these hue cards, you couldn't put a battery on it. So, that's the best you could do. So, I would actually sit there and leave the game running so I could just go and come back to it the best I could. So, And unfortunately, the company behind um, TurboGrafx-16, which is NEC and Hudson Soft, is no longer around, per se. NEC is still around. Uh, they still make like computer peripherals and accessories and stuff. The other company, Hudson Soft, was eventually absorbed by uh, Konami because Hudson was a subsidiary of, of the company. So, here we go. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this is not the original image for their actual TurboGrafx-16 box. It might be, but I remember it was a kid with a smile, with a smile on it with the T-16 and the controller. So, you get that. And the instruction booklet to set it up, which is kind of cool. And just like the uh, Genesis Mini, you can flip over and play some of the import games on there. And the same thing with this. So, we have the system. Which is really cool. And right here is where you will put the Hue card in, and you would turn the switch, and it would turn on. And this was the only system... That had one controller port. You can see there's two USB ports, but the, system, the original system had one controller port. And you had to get what was called a turbo tap in order to add up to five players. That was perfect for Bomberman. And back here is where you would connect everything. Like back here was, was your uh, 
video adapter, power, and all of that. But as you can see here, you can plug, you can run the cables through here, and you have your HDMI and your mini USB, which is kind of cool. And it's interesting that a lot of people complain that these new mini systems don't come with a charger. And I get it. I understand, you know, you're buying these systems and it should come with a charger. But let's be real here. How many of you have an extra phone charger laying around? Come on. Come on. There you go. You just plug that into the wall if you don't want to plug it into your TV because all TVs have a USB port which is designed for like diagnostics, but everybody just uses it for, for USB charging or something like that. I mean, I think one, I think we've all at least used our TV USB port to charge a phone or a lap or a watch or something like that. You know, got that. The HDMI cable, which looks, which I'm probably not going to use. Oh, I might, I may just leave the back piece off and just, leave that because I already have HDMI hookup over there so and we have the controller and the power cable which is cool so I'm probably gonna leave the power cable in there because I have I, I have a couple sitting out over there and we have the controller which was something of an original thing because you know how controllers always have to select and start button on the TurboGrafx-16 controller, start and uh -huh. run. And there are turbo buttons, turbo mechanisms. So that was fun. And it was button one and button two instead of BA, AB, or something like that. I believe the Sega Master System, the controllers, didn't have a start, didn't have a select button. I think there was a start button and had a button one and button two, or it was just controller button one button two and one was tied to the start button so that that was cool and what was interesting was the connection port on the master system controllers were the same as the genesis controllers so if you had a sega genesis system you could plug in the controller into the master system and play it so that so that's kind of a cool thing all right so Probably after the show I do the edits, I'm probably going to go through and play a couple of the games. I'm going to have a little bit of fun here. Um, Ari, what's, I know you're big in a Monopoly. There is a game on here called Momotaro Dentetsu, which is a game similar to Monopoly, but you use trains and buses and boats to travel around the game board. Yeah, could be fun. Yeah. If I can find a... Uh... Thermographic 16 mini somewhere i'll try and give it a look for myself or you know you can actually look for the m you can if you want to look, look for translated roms for because i know it came out for super famicom which is a super nes mm -hmm. i mean try one of those before you invest in the system you know so you know hell if you like it you might not even have to get the system you just play that game straight through all right. I never owned a TurboGrafx-16, so, you know, yeah. it'll be fun to see stuff I never had I will, as a kid, yeah. you know? Yeah. I totally get that, because not a lot of people had a T-16. It didn't even hit... I, I don't think it actually came out in Europe, and I think it, if it did, it was in very limited run, or something like that, because over there, like, in Japan, the TurboGrafx-16 is called the PC Engine. 
in Europe, they call it the Core Graphics. In Japan, I think there was an updated model of the PC Engine called the Core Graphics, and you had the Super Graphics, and yada, 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 yada. It was kind of interesting. But anywho, enough about that. Um, before we get into tonight's topics, there was something, Mark, I wanted to talk discuss with you, because we didn't get just to do it last week, and I decided to hold off on that, because we had a very good conversation about that over Messenger. Okay. Yeah, we were ta- remember we were talking about um, Warner Animation Group basically changing the voices for the Scooby Doo CGI film. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, I know what you're talking about. And, exactly. And I saw Greg Delisle make this tweet, you know, and I shared it to you, and we discussed this. And I mean, it's like I said, I do get it. I understand you are the voice of Daphne for 20 years, but it's like you know. Give somebody else a chance, but on the same token, I, I I believe that the Warner Brothers animation team didn't speak to the animation group for the film because I think they a third party actually did that film. So neither it's like one hand wasn't t- wash, talking to the other hand. So we got this, but yet Frank Welker was um, Fred in both film in both in both series. Mm-hmm. So. And what was your and honestly what what was your take on all of this? My biggest take yeah. is just like I've had issues in the past with other companies switching voice actors. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to want to bring in new blood. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to not tell them mm-hmm. that you're looking to just bring in new blood. And then it's a third thing to bring in some of the old voices mm-hmm. and not all of the old voices. Yeah. So for this, I know that um, certain actors and actresses have been these characters for a while. Yeah. And they basically had no idea of what was going on until the voice actors for the characters were announced to the public. Mm-hmm. That I don't like. And I have to agree. I actually, I agree with you on that. The fact that they brought back one of the character voices and still screwed over the other ones by not even saying, Hey, look, we're trying to go with, you know, younger sounding voices or whatever. It, it reminds me a lot of what they did with Powerpuff Girls. Yes. I was not happy with what they did. I personally don't like the new voices, which is why I haven't watched the series. I, I know I've watched, what, a, I've watched a couple what, of episodes. Yeah. It's what like, pissed mm. me off, though, was that the three main girls those voice actresses did not know anything about a new series mm-hmm. until it was announced with the voices already there. Mm. And the fact that they brought in some of the old voices for the background characters, but switched the girls that pissed me. And it pissed a lot of people off. You have to understand. It does come off as kind of insulting. It does. It is. It's very insulting. You have to understand that while, you know, you look at Hollywood and stuff like that, and you can see that there are people that are either, you know, very, very popular and brought in. 
but when you have a series that is staying they keep those characters they mm-hmm. try really hard not to have to recast those characters so when you have voice actors who are overlooked constantly who are abused because you know oh it's just your voice we don't care that you have to scream for three hours straight um when you have situations like that and then you have companies go well who cares we're just going to have a bunch of people audition you know they're just voice actors who cares that's still their character Mm -hmm. yeah some of these voice actors have been with that character for years um you've grown up with them as that character and it's you know it's not just you know scooby-doo it's not just i mean they did it for pokemon and i'm not talking about the switch from the original cast to the new cast when a new production company came along i'm talking about when the pokemon games go live and Mm -hmm. they need voices and they don't look to bring in the anime voices or for say um the pokemon movie uh, uh detective pikachu when they just used the voices from the anime and didn't ask the voice actors to actually redo them that's what i'm talking about mm-hmm. that is such an asshole move on the count of you know these companies that you don't have enough respect to go to these actors and say hey you know i just want to let you know that we're doing this i mean obviously the the licensing owners said yeah you know you can do whatever whatever the hell you want so they have some blame in this mm-hmm. but when you're talking about somebody that has done a character for 20 years you don't just go behind their back and say you know what, we're, we're just going to voice this. You go, hey, you know what, we're, we're looking to bring in new blood. We're looking to have this go in a different direction yeah, because man. it's a different, you know, it's a different style. It's a different company, whatever. You go to that person and say, look, you know what, we, uh, uh, we appreciate what you have done for this character, mm-hmm. but we want the character to go somewhere else. And also, some projects are non-union, so you know, why go? It's it's cheaper to go with a non-union person as opposed to someone who is SAG extra, you know, which is which which mm-hmm. sucks, you know. Because I mean, you figure Shaggy in his voicing. Shaggy has been done by three different people. The original Shaggy was done by Casey Kasem. Mm-hmm. Then you have a pup named Scooby-Doo and you have to have a different voice because you're trying to get that youthful sound. Mm -hmm. So of course they can't go with the original voice actor. Right. That I understand. And then you do the live action and you have Matthew Lillard come in and do Shaggy and then love him so much. You have him take over for Casey Kasem. See, the thing is, I didn't even know that until maybe about a year ago that Matthew Lillard was voicing uh, Shaggy throughout on the new series. If I had known, I probably would have paid a little bit more attention, you know? Yeah, they liked him so much as Shaggy. The fact that he could get that voice 
the fact that he destroyed his voice in the first movie to be able to figure out how to get that voice without destroying his voice. Damn. The fact, mm. Yeah. The fact that you could then take that character and give it to somebody else without saying, look, we're trying to go in a different direction. I mean, I can say, I mean, I haven't watched Scoob, but I probably will this week. And I just know from, from the clips I've seen, they're all teenagers. I can kind of see them going with that route, but if they're teenagers and adults, I mean, you could have a set of voices just for the teenagers and have the original crew come back for the adult variant, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, still, talk to your voice actors. Explain that to them, going, look, you know, we're, we're looking for that youthful voice. We're trying to bring this into, you know, a more youthful connection because obviously the original you know the original characters while they're still teens they're older teens you know they're they're young 20s they're they're not trying to be high school kids Mm -hmm. so yes i understand that there's a difference but explain that difference to your voice actors don't just you know surprise them and go hey we we didn't even talk to you about this we decided to just pick some new people and say, screw you. Surprise, you're fired. <laughs> right. It's, it's just crazy. So, I mean, it, it, it all depends on how the company takes it. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of different series out there that for some reason or another, they end up switching voices. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's explained. So true. You know, it, it's, it's, there's a reason behind it. This, there was just, there was no reason. Hopefully someone in the industry is watching us and take notes and maybe try to make things better for for, for the future. We'll see. Who knows? But now we got that out of the way. Uh, let's kick off outside's articles. Mako, let's talk about your fandom. One of your fandoms. Let me load up the article. Now load. Yeah, so uh, Netflix actually announced that it's going to start streaming Cardcaptor Sakura in the United States and Canada starting June 1st. Uh, I'm actually a little bit surprised about this. How so? Well, just the fact that it's also streaming on Crunchyroll and Funimation, I'm surprised that it's streaming on a third streaming channel well i, I kind of look at it this way if somebody can only pay for one streams streaming of choice at least it's there you know that's the way i kind of look at it but my question yeah. my question was i was <laughs> concerned about the dub of it because i know there was an english dub done by Novana, the people behind care bears I just know that the dub was done by the Ocean Group, but it was an edited version of 
of what we saw here, and I believe Pioneer put the series the sub the series out in subtitle format sometime later. So, you know, I was just curious, you know, and they're saying it's a clip from the Animax dub. I'm wondering how how long ago was that dub? Well, the series is on its twentieth uh, anniversary. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you're talking twenty years ago. I, I yeah, because because um I saw articles popping up. I didn't even know um who was dubbing it at the time. I'm like, this is gonna go the way of Evangelion, you know. But I'm, as no, I'm reading, I'm reading I'm, one of one of the uh, the wikis here. You know, the Animax dub was for out was a dub version done outside of the U.S. Interesting. It's a dub that was used for Southeast Asia. Wow. Certainly interesting. And I mean, I'm, it's yeah. not my fandom, so. Uh kind of lost on it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I may just end up watching it just, 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 just to see. I mean, maybe it's one of those where, you know, let's, let, let, let's kind of redub this, you know, let, 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 let's, let's start from scratch, you know? I, I don't know that it needs to be redubbed. I mean, this is from like, when, oh God! This is what's this is from like two thousand. Lord, kids. Yeah, WB. I mean, I, I wow. guess if the you know if they got the original voice actors because they did try and bring them back for the new series. Mm -hmm. So if they did it like they're doing Fruits Basket right now, um, granted Fruits Basket is being completely reanimated, but if they brought back the voice actors to redo it instead of just getting a bunch of new people and going, hey, we're just going to get a bunch of new people to do this. Um, I think that would be okay to kind of modernize the translations, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say, um, and try and do it that way. That I wouldn't mind. But at the same time, um, I also wouldn't mind a new animated version. I think it might be creepy no, with some of the things that they left out of the animated version in the first place. I actually don't see anything wrong with that. What, doing a new animated version? No, I mean, I mean, hell, I mean, if Sailor Moon could have a redub, I mean, you're getting a, a you're getting Inuyasha GT. I'm just like, <laughs> it's all, it's all, I'm at the point where it's all fair game, Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, a lot of these uh, retellings are being done to match them up more closely to mm -hmm. the original source material. The problem with Cardcaptor is there are a couple of very iffy issues that are in the manga that were left out of the comic. Oh, I mean, I, that oh, were left out I of know. The... You, you, you've mentioned that. Yeah. So I, I don't see them doing something like that just because they would end up having to touch on things. And I don't think that would be very good in this day and age. Um, not that it was good 20 years ago, but 
you know, it, it was more understandable mm -hmm. given the laws in Japan 20 years ago. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see an updated uh, dub at least. And what's interesting, and I'm, I'm digging around about trying to find out about the dub. Evidently, Kiss Anime has been hosting the full Animax dub of the series, and I'm just like, well now. This might be a series. This might be a drinking series. I don't know, because of, <laughs> because of how bad it could be. It could be kind of bad. It could be kind of bad. I'm almost tempted. We should do like a a viewing party for this. I'm down. <laughs> I'll be down mostly because it'll be an excuse to drink. Woo. I'm down. I'll break out my absinthe for it. Well, remember, it has to be off. Jesus, you're. You're going to get us all killed. Remember, it has to be off screen so we don't get in trouble. Or something uh, non-conspicuous. I'll just put it in my big uh, blue stein, which I took out of the washer and left on my kitchen counter. Fair enough. All right, Ari, what's up with Earthbound? Oh, finally, I get to talk about uh, my fandom. See, I didn't know that was your fandom, so it's all yours, my friend. Oh, God, I love this game. A new manga collection of stories inspired by the Earthbound RPG series, or Mother as Japan knows it, will hit store shelves on June 12th. Pollyanna, Mother official comic, will include works by artists Inio Asano, Keiichi Arawi, Masakazu Ishiguro, Minoru Toyota, Tayo Matsumoto, Robiko, Radio Wada, and more. A total of 35 creates, creatives contributed to the comic release and the Hobo... <clears throat> pardon me. Hobo mm -hmm. Nika, Nikan Idori Shinbun YouTube account streaming a preview of some of the art inside. And there is a YouTube link in the article, which you all can take a look at right here. Well, whoop, I mashed the plus key and the enter key at the same time. Just ignore oh, that. Uh, the comic collection will go on sale first at the Hobo Nietzsche store site, followed by a wide release at additional retailers on June 25th. The compendium is part of Hobo Nietzsche's ongoing Mother Project. The book's title, Pollyanna, refers to a, recurring, to a reoccurring song in the Mother series. Mm. And, of course, we know Mother Mother 2 as Earthbound that came out in 94 on SNES. Which I have here on my SNES Classic. You and me both. Yeah, I like I like play it every now and then. You'll mm -hmm. go back and like run through everything because it's a lot of fun. Gotcha. All right. Um, let's see. It always sucks seeing the fallout of what happens, the fallout from COVID nineteen. You know, it really sucks, especially when it's when it hits your fandom. In this case, um, a paper making company known as Kitamoto. Kamitan filed for bankruptcy at Tokyo District Court on May 14th. Even though this company, Kitamura Kamitan, handles a wide variety of papermaking jobs, including normal Japanese printing and Western-style printing, the business was hit hard with Comic Cat 98's cancellation. The Dojin Convention was supposed to take place from May 2nd to May 5th. The company was already suffering financial difficulties due to the decline in demand for paper products in recent years. Recently, the company made a revenue of 105 million yen, which is about 
$975,000, which is a 100 million yen decline from the same month going back to 2003. The company had been relying on sales from Comic Cat to pay back its loans, but economic effects of COVID-19 dealt a serious blow to the company's finances, and they decided to close the business on May 13th. The company was established in 1970, specializing in making wrapping paper and covers, as well as Japanese-style washi when using writing letters. That kind of sucks, because I've been seeing that with um, local uh, businesses. It's like... They can't come back from this because nobody's buying the stuff, so they have to call it a day, and it really sucks. But, um, what can you do? Okay. Uh, next up, um, we're going to go into AX Lite. <laughs> it's like 3DS, 3DS Lite. Well, now. I was going to say diet, like the diet version. <laughs> Pick up a can of Diet AX. <laughs> that does sound like a generic soda, doesn't it? it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> pick, up a, pick up a three liter for like 89 cents. <laughs> AX Lime. <laughs> okay. I mean, the positive side is some waifu that's on the bottle. I don't know, so I'll collect them all. <laughs> Brings a whole new definition, the meaning to the phrase thirsty. <laughs> Bazinga. But anywho, on AX's official Twitter, they announced that they're going to be hosting Anime Expo Lite on July 3rd and 4th. The convention's official website has yet to post any details about the event and allows visitors to sign up for updates. On on the page, you'll see um, sponsors from icons from Bushiroad, Crunchyroll, uh, Pony Canyon, and Viz Media. It was supposed to happen on July 2nd and 5th, but because of COVID-19, it was canceled. Ray Chiang, CEO of the SPJA, which is the Society for the Promotion of Japanese Animation, announced the cancellation uh, last month, stating that badge holders for the event will have the option to get refunds or roll over to 2021. He asked patients for the process of refunds and the rollover will take time. In addition, rooms that were booked through Conference Direct and the official AX block will automatically be canceled. Those who booked outside of the service will need to contact the hotel directly. But what's interesting is that Funimation announced um, earlier this month that they'll be hosting a virtual anime convention called the Funimation Con 2020 on July 3rd and 4th. The company describes the event as a two-day stream of cosplay meetups, industry panels, Q&A sessions, and more. And I am tr and I am hoping, I'm waiting for them to put up information because I would love for us to do a podcast through Funimation Con. That would be kind of cool. That'll be fun. I just find it kind of interesting. Like there are two virtual conventions going on the same weekend. It's like okay, at first you're like, how? If it was a regular convention, it's like you would spend two days at one convention and you spend two days at another convention. Now all you got to do is open up Discord and switch between the servers. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of interesting. Okay, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, Mako, I believe it's on you. Yes. So, uh, cosmetics brands HABA Haba Laboratories sponsored a 60-second anime music video 
about a woman who was fated, uh, who has a fated encounter with the company's mascot character. Yeah. The feet. Uh, the video features. It, it's it's this really adorable anime music video um, that they basically did a commercial mm. as. So it features a peppy song by Supin Pin Band with vocals by anime voice actress uh, Maya Uchida, who is Rika from Love Shinubo Acha. Chunbyo and all other those. Oh, she's Rika Takanashi. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. And all right. Uh, Katarina from My Next Life as a villainess. So she's uh, doing the singing. The animation is produced by Anishia, who does uh, the Weathering With You commercials. It was directed by the episode director for Penny and Stocking. Uh, the character designs are by the uh, Pop Team Epic director. Pop Team Epic. Um, the animation director is uh, the same for uh, Glyphenier and Merc Storia. And it's just the 60 second little, you know, cute poppy thing. Mm-hmm. The animation is adorable. And I just, I liked it. I'm not surprised that you, you that you liked it. I don't like a lot of the more poppy Japanese stuff, mm-hmm. but the whole video is just kind of. I mean, yes, it's an ad, but it's just it's it's very reminiscent of you know the the magical girl kind of series, which considering you know it's being directed by the same person that does Penny and Stocking. Mm-hmm. Um, duh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, Mako, I assume you've watched all of Love Life Sunshine. Yes. What did you think of Johanne? I did not like her at first mm-hmm. because I thought she was um, just going to be a new annoying Nico mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Um by her second episode, um, she actually became my favorite of the new series. Okay, then you're going to then you're going to enjoy Love Chunyabu and other delusions because Rika Takanashi is basically the living embodiment of Yohane. Okay, and then there's like <laughs> there's like three other characters that show up, and it's like I've watched this. I'm like, let me just get a fighting game from this already. I just want a fighting game from this. And when you watch the series, you'll understand what I mean by that, okay? I'll have to add that onto my list of crap I have yet to watch. And I think it's only like 13 episodes, so you'll be able to like speed read through it, speed watch through it. And Bob Coffey says, Love Live versus Idol Master needs to happen first. <laughs> I, I could, I could, yeah. Yeah, the crossover the world needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when it comes down to the fight to the final characters from Love Live vs. Idol Master, here comes Syntho Gear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Jim Ross doing the play by play commentary. <laughs> Good God almighty. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, Ari. Now it's back on you and your fandom, okay? Okay, let me bring it back up here. Where's the 
U.S. government officials catch 86,400 Pokemon bootlegs without using a single Pokeball. That's ingenious. Oh, I, oh, I bet they were proud of themselves for that, uh, that little pun. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, that's, uh, where is it? Uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, customs agents in, they capture 86,400 Pokemon in plastic figure form, a number of which are pictured throughout the article. I'll put that in the chat for you all to look at. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, these are all, you know, counterfeit toys. They're very, very clearly bootlegs. They're in 15 boxes sent from Hong Kong to an address elsewhere in Pennsylvania while the containers claiming they claim plastic furnishing articles. Mm. Well, it's not specifically false, but you see a lot of, you know, off-color things here, like the mm -hmm. like the hot neon pink Clefairy surprise Pikachu. Uh, this one Eevee, this one Flareon that is painted to look like an Eevee. See, All sorts of weird stuff. This reminds me of when I used to go down to Chinatown on the regular to buy anime merch. And I used to see like yep. the, the bootleg Sailor Moon stuff, the bootleg Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yeah. You wondered if the stuff was uh, it was made of was, you know, uh, safe or not. Like you wondered if the shit was toxic. And I bet you right now, if you were to go into AliExpress or Wish, you will be you will find those. What you see is oh like, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen uh. I've seen, you know, Wish merch, you know, mm -hmm. exposed and uh, reviewed on, mm -hmm. like, especially for, like, pro wrestling stuff. It, it's bad. Anyhow, uh, well, U.S. Customs Border Control appraisers estimate the total value of the shipment to be about $600,000 U.S., about $7 a figure. Wow. Pretty high pretty high price for what most Pokemon fans should be able to recognize as a cheap knockoff pretty easily. But with Pokemon being massively popular with kids, a lot of the merchandise for the franchise is bought as presence by parents and grandparents who aren't fans themselves, i.e. they don't know what they're looking for. That's exactly what I'm thinking. It's like, take your Pokemon and get out of here. It's it's like when you see, like, you want, it's like you buy the Power Rangers and you get the Power Dangers, and it's like the Red Ranger, Batman, Superman, Goku, and Captain America, and yeah, the, the colors. The, the sense of right, yeah. which is just a handful of random, you know, action figure stuffed in plastic packaging mm -hmm. with horrible English on yeah. the back. <laughs> and I mean, there is one figurine I want to buy, but it's costly, so I'm like, you know what? I'll just get myself a proxy off of AliExpress, and I'm looking at the figurine that I want from two different sellers. One is it looks totally like the original, the other one, you can easily tell it's a knockoff. And then you look at the third link to it, it's like, what? Well, it's a kind of a mishmash, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, more bootleg shit floating around. It is what it is. And now that we got that out the way, we're at the part of the show that you know you all really can't stuck around for. Um, meanwhile, in Japan, let's see what we have here. Um, I will take the first one. I'll take the uh, second one, I suppose. Okie dokie. All right, let's see what we got here. A perverted, a pervert hunter is arrested by Tokyo police for less than pure intentions. 
Well, okay then. On the afternoon of May 12th, Tokyo Metropolitan Police investigators say a 30-year-old Daisuke Nohara, a resident of Tokyo's Minato Ward, was at Ikebukuro Station when he saw another man secretly taking an upskirt photo of a woman walking up a flight of stairs. He had a sense of righteousness, so he decided to do something about it. So he approaches the man and says to him matter-of-factly, you just took a picture up that woman's skirt, didn't you? So instead of calling the cops, Nohara planned to deal with the man himself. After leading the photographer to a nearby park, Nohara pulled out his phone and placed a call, telling the man he was contacting the woman whose photo he had taken. Wow. That, that, that's wow. Damn. Yeah. And after talking on the phone for a few moments, Nohara told the man, they say the fine for what you did is 1 million yen, $9,350. She'll let the incident slide for about that much. Now, here's the thing. There is no fine for upskirt photography. Okay? And secondly, how did Nohara know the phone number of the woman would be the victim? So, easy... Yeah, that, hmm? yeah, that does come up as a little weird. Yeah. The answer to that, to the second question is, he didn't. Investigators say Nohara was actually placing the call to an accomplice who was merely pretending to be the woman, and that instead of protecting the virtue of Tokyo's ladies, he was trying to outscam the original person. Odds are, huh. yeah, most likely the photographer saw the phone call ruse and recognized Nohara's offer for what it was as a blackmail attempt, but figured best to buy his silence, and he agreed to pay up. Now, however, after a police officer noticed this was going down and felt that something just wasn't right, he ends up questioning Nohara and places him under arrest for the attempted shakedown. In addition, investigators say he's now a suspect in two other instances of what they've dubbed voyeur hunter extortion cases that has taken place in this neighborhood in the spring. The targets paid rough a total of 1 million yen, and now they're searching for Nohara's accomplice as well. Wow. Interesting spin on blackmail. Because honestly, around here, if you hear someone catching somebody, you know, perving on the other people, like women like that, yeah. so that would usually get followed with them getting knocked the fuck out. Mm. You know, something much more direct and less time-consuming. Exactly. All right, let's see what we have here. Okay, Ari, I think the next one is yours. Okay. Ah, it's this stuff again. Mm. Tango released a series of video chat backgrounds. As part of the company's continued efforts to help people find some small source of enjoyment while dealing with the accumulating stress of, of having to stay home, Tenka is offering a collection of photos taken around its office, which can be used as backgrounds for Zoom or audio mm. video chat apps. The one at... Hang on. Uh, you guys need to see these. Some, some of these wallpapers will probably get you fired. Fair warning. Or at least uh, a, call, a call from HR. Yeah. Uh, like the first one on the top of the page is the love and freedom next to a jumbo-sized tanga. 
Other options are a bit less in your face about the self-insertion apparatuses. Uh, the snapshot of wall of employee cafeteria doesn't show itself, just its name. There's a neon sign that looks like a beer logo. It's like a bar sign in a way, you know? like Yeah, yeah like one of those. Yeah, you ever played Borderlands? No, but or, I've seen the kind of like neon yeah, signs that yeah, hang at bars like, all the time. Yeah, like Moxie's Bar, yep, mm-hmm. With these, you can feel like a member of the tank of staff, says the company, while also touching, like touting them as providing the, the feeling of a big shot visiting Tenga headquarters to broker a business deal. <laughs> hey, try mm. some of our product yourself. <laughs> it's hands on. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Yes, yes, you did. You can even set your backdrop to mirror what you'd see while sitting in the Tanga conference room, an entire wall of the company's surprisingly varied product line. Hmm. I was kidding about that. <clears throat> Obvious, obviously, a certain level of discretion is recommended when using these, since the, the driving force behind Tanga's products is, normal, is a normal, healthy desire. It's still not something suitable for every online group of online chat partners. Unless they, unless you get the oddball that has no idea what it like what they are or what they do and uh like they just look at it like oh that's a nice looking company like what like remember that one guy who the one people was using a one a tanker cup for like a, as a like a flower cup mm. yeah we had talked about that we were horrified by it oh yeah the the flower vase <laughs> oh god i hiccup and got a headache All right, Mako, I guess this last one's yours. Yeah, so, um... <laughs> a woman decided that she was going to get back at her ex-boyfriend. She had 1,000 kilograms, which is 2,200 pounds Oof. of onions delivered to his doorstep. Um... Ouch. <laughs> what a tearjerker. Yeah, so the guy ended up uh, ending the relationship a couple of days before Valentine's Day. Because of the timing, um, it, it's, uh, uh, you know, it, it kind of um, needed revenge. Mm. So the date of May 20th has become a new version of Valentine's Day in China due to the numbers, which is 520. Mm -hmm. Sounds similar, similar to I Love You in Mandarin. So it was around this time that the man's ex-girlfriend decided that she was going to get her revenge. So on the morning of May 16th, a truck full of onions weighing one metric ton drove to the ex-boyfriend's apartment block. On top of the pile, uh, on on top of the pile of savory bulbs left in front of his door was a note that basically said, "I cried for three days. Now it's your turn." Wow. So not only revenge, but a little bit of uh, poetic uh, vengeance on top of that. Um, I I, I can't even imagine what that amount of onions would cost priceless <laughs> or what the onions are going to do because obviously that guy cannot go through a thousand onions in the time that it would take for those onions to spoil 
So um, basically the guy says that he broke up with his girlfriend because she was over the top and dramatic. Well, uh, he says she's telling that's everyone. That's a yeah, reach, she says uh, she says she's telling everyone that I haven't shed one tear since our breakup. He said, am I a bad person just because I didn't cry? Um, yeah, so I mean, I can get it if she was that over the top and dramatic in their everyday relationship. I can understand why she would be that over the top and dramatic during their breakup. But at the same time, I wouldn't spend that amount of money on something like this because that's a lot of money. Yes, yes, it is. Imagine telling somebody to calm down and they respond by shouting at, like by shouting louder and faster at you, like all different ways of how they're not, they're calmed down. They've calmed down or, or, you know, don't tell them to calm down, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, even Mm -hmm. if you're saying, let's say that these onions were like 63 cents a pound, Mm -hmm. which is, is about general for, you know, depending on the type of onion. Yes. This woman spent over a thousand dollars just to send her ex onions. And probably more than that because she probably had to have it pay for delivery and all that stuff. Yeah, and you know, you know mm-hmm. delivery's gotta be really bad for that, you know, huge amount. I just I can't imagine spending that much on revenge. Don't get me wrong. Um I, I completely believe in, you know, vengeance of that type if there's a reason for it Mm. um i i don't think a breakup is a reason for that extreme of vengeance it's not but yeah um i it just um i i I can't there's so much other stuff i would rather spend a thousand dollars on honestly i would just put a sign out in the front lawn that says free onions you if you can haul them you can have them in response to her being over the top and melodramatic, to quote uh, Chris Rock, really? You don't say. <laughs> yeah, that, it, it just um, a, a little much. I, I can think of, you know, just off the top of my head, a thousand other things to spend that money on. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, there was a whole breakup, you've got a thousand dollars then to spend on yourself. Yeah. And listen. I mean, there are plenty, like, I, I read the articles of, you know, these whole revenge things um, where uh, the husband or the wife ends up cheating and they have a joint account, so the person spends the entire joint account on, like, a billboard calling out their significant other for cheating. I, I That I can kind of, you know, understand, but for a breakup, no. Mm. Yeah, the, as my friend George says, it be like that sometimes. Yeah. God. Shall we go ahead and, and, and just wrap things up? Yeah, we can do that. 
Alright, sounds like a plan. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if we tell you what we like and don't like, we really mean it. So, if you have any questions about the show, go ahead and drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com, where you will find our weekly podcast, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, anime reviews, convention reports, editorials, anime news, links to our YouTube page for all our convention videos, and our Facebook page for all of our convention photography coverage. And that's all at AnimeJamSession.com. If you have a portable device, an iDevice, Android, you can take our podcast on the go. Do Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. Just search Anime Jam Session. You'll see all 450 plus episodes available. You can start listening to when this was just a massive train wreck of a podcast to a slightly delayed train wreck of a podcast. We've gotten better over the last 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget, you can find us on other social media sites, uh, YouTube.com, Anime Jam Session, for all of our convention coverage videos. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Can follow us there so when we're going live uh, links back to our facebook pe- titles articles on our website and a lot more and facebook.com slash anime jam session you can see all of our convention photo coverage and a couple of cool videos here and there and to everybody that supports on these social media sites thank you so much we could not get the job done without you so now we're gonna go around the room last words ari i have really been missing you know saltwater taffy and caramel popcorn and you get them from down the shore but there's no way in hell I'm going down to uh, Ocean City in these circumstances gotcha last words Mako-chan I have ice cream and I don't have to get up early since I'm working from home tomorrow mm-hmm. so ice cream and smut for me my last words uh, after I edit the podcast, I'm going to submerge myself into some TurboGrafx-16 classic gaming goodness. I might just have to get myself a, a capture card and start playing these retro games. Okay, so I think that is it. And unfortunately, Ichigo Gami could not make it back because she's still working with WebCon. But she will be back next week. I can't wait to hear all about it. So that is it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Okay. I just want to let y'all know, while we were doing this, this outro, there was a noise outside my door, and I turned, and a basketball just came flying down my stairs. Well then. Scared the bejesus out of me. I'm like, what the heck's going on? They're, pro- <laughs> they're probably cleaning up stuff outside. So the like, there's a, they were cleaning up outside earlier and there was, and the hose was out. So I guess when they were pulling the hose in, it knocked the basketball down. I'm like, what the hell, you know? 
Trying to get, trying to, they're trying to kill me or something like that. These people scare me half to death. All right, say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. That is it. See you next week. of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!